Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 12 with Dan Gleesack. Dan Gleesack. <laughs> God damn it. Whatever, we're, <laughs> we're keeping it going. Dan Gleesack, how you doing today, dude? Doing well. How are you doing? Good. Um, God damn it. It's fine. Um, would you briefly introduce yourself? Uh, tell the, I guess, audience who you are and yeah. Yeah, my name's Dan Gleesack. Um I guess you would consider me a skiller. I do have a history of PVMing in the past, a lot more casual than I am now, but currently rank 24 in XP, soon to be 23. Um, on the road to getting as many 200 mils as I can. I don't say 200 mil all, I say as many as I can. So yeah, that's basically sums me up. Awesome. So when did, so you say you were a PVMer at one point, like what, when was the switch? I should say like, because I know a lot of skillers actually were PVMers at one point or some other thing. And then they become skillers and there's like a certain like phase where they just go through. When was that for you? Well, I started playing right on release of old school, um, made my account and was all about the money. I started, um, S running actually with nature's like people were going for 99 RC. So I'd run them S, uh, that was very good money. And then I got into, I guess, I think Zalra came out in 2014. I want to say, cause I still remember, I'm not sure how long you've been playing. It was Did you early, play early on. It was early 2015 when Zalra came out. I didn't play back then, but I know it was oh, okay. like right at the beginning of 2015. Because I remember selling, like, before GE, there was a website we used, Ibez. And that's where I would sell the blowpipes. They were, like, 25 mil each. It was great. Damn. Um, I guess that would be the... I did very, like, not how PVMing is now. Um, did a lot of DKs, like, tr like, duo and trio DKs. That's how the PVMing was for me. Um, and then... 
it's it's weird to say because I think I was top. And I don't want to say I was 69th to max, but I'm pretty sure I was 69th or 70th to max. So like I definitely was doing some skilling throughout it uh, early on, but it was I think it maybe it was just a little less competitive or not as many people were skilling back then, so I could get away with sprinkling in some like casual PVMing as well as casual skilling and still have somewhat of a high rank. So at in the early days of old school, because <clears throat> being like the top, you know, sixty or seventy to max, like there was no incentive to max really. So what like drove you to do it, especially with how like much harder arguably it was to max, like how much more time you had to spend with like way slower methods? I think so when I first started playing i had no sort of inclination to go for max to be honest with you i was we can talk about alts later on too but i started playing an alt basically from day one um i would merch on it and then skill on my main um and it was something that i just never had done before like my rs3 account I used to be a degenerate gambler. Uh, <laughs> I used to slay in like full third age and I would just not really care about efficiency whatsoever. I'd go and gamble uh, with flower hosting. I'm not sure if you know what that is. But I've yeah, heard just... of it, but yeah, like I've heard of like how basically it was like filled with, filled with the GE or whatever with people just gambling with like. What? Okay, where did the fifty-five times two and bullshit come from? Because that, yeah, yeah, like that's this. I, I've seen like video clips from like old YouTube videos of it, but I've seen it nowadays with bots, and it's clearly a fucking scam. Like, yeah. So back in the day, I don't know odds-wise. I think it was like sixty forty in favor of the host, but you'd have someone who was trusted in like a clan chat or whatever. And nowadays, if you plan a mithril seed, it just comes up as a rainbow like red blue yellow um but back in the day it'd be called like hot and cold so if a hot color came up so like red yellow orange uh, i think you would it's been so long i think you'd win if it was hot and if it was like purple blue pastel you'd lose i'm trying to remember it's been so long but that's how Actually, it may be opposite, because I think Rainbow was classified as hot. So there was like four hot, three cold. So the, the host obviously had the uh, the odds on you. But yeah, that's how... I mean, RS3, I was just gambling. I was all about money, money, money. Um, but then, I don't know, old school came back. I was older. Uh, thought to myself, you know, I've never gone for max. Let's do this even though i'm like i'm i'm already kind of there through casual skilling i might as well just go for it and then that's how i kind of spilled into 200 mils as well i i was max and i thought to myself well haven't had a 200 mil before let's go for a 200 mil went for 200 mil cooking thought to myself ah, that doesn't really feel like a 200 mil it was pretty easy quick so then i went for smithing got rank seven smithing 
And I think at that time that put me at like, that's when Hexa started messaging me. I think it was like top 50 EHP and kind of just went from there. I took on the mindset of just trying to go for as many 200 mils as I can since I've never done it before. So was that the reason was just you had never done it before? Or was there some like underlying like mystery or something about like pushing your limit? I don't know. Like, because to me, 200 mils like are obviously extremely impressive. But like, you know, you have to have a super like, I don't know. You have to have a ton of motivation to like keep with it. So like, what was your motivation? Was it the ranks or was it just... Like, what was it for you? This one's a, like, not a hard one, but it's tough to pinpoint exactly. Because to me, from my mindset, it's just something that I've never done before. Um, and I got to the point where, not that it's too late to go back, because obviously there's still, like, thousands hour, of hours ahead of me uh, early on. But it's just, I don't know, it's just something I've enjoyed doing and I got into the routine of doing it. And yeah, I, don't, I just, maybe self-motivation, just proving to myself that I can stick to something long-term while also uh, not, <laughs> no shots to anyone, but being a contributing member of society. Like it was a challenge <laughs> to be like a full-time university student part-time job, girlfriend, social life, and try to compete with the neats, I guess, or the people that have a lot more free time on your hands. So I'm curious because you bring up <laughs> the neats. So I'm honestly curious because although, yeah, you objectively just have less time to play if when you have like actual like uh responsibilities in life but um what would you say because i don't know if you've ever been a neat before where you really just have zero obligations like where you're just gaming what do you feel and again i don't know if you've been in that position but would you say it's tougher to like keep the motivation because at least what i've seen is when i'm when i'm like living like a normal life <laughs> which hasn't happened in a couple of years but like before i started streaming and stuff i was going to school i was working and stuff and the amount of like the amount of like time my brain was occupied with just thinking about runescape at work was just like unfathomable like that's all i thought about like i'd go to work and i was just like dude i just want to fucking go home and, and game but as soon as you like don't have that when as soon as you don't have responsibilities it's almost like you got to really push yourself to game because you just have unlimited time to do it. So, like, I don't know if you've ever been a neat before. Can you, do you have anything to say about that? It's like a, not a hot topic, but it's commonly discussed in, like, the HLC, you know, who has it harder, who, like, the guy, like, Rodney Farva, for example, or Lynx, who's got, you know, 18 hours available every single day um, to find the motivation to keep logging in and playing or the guys who work, you know, 40, 50 hours a week. And I, in my opinion, I think it just comes down to your specific 
personality type. Um, I don't think there's like a correct answer as to this is easier. The only time I've been, like, I wouldn't even consider no responsibilities. Like I've been a COVID and not neat. I've been working from home since March. Um, and I've been able to put up like, this is my PB year. I think I'm just under 4,000 efficient hours played this year. God and damn. I've still been working like Monday to Friday, um, heading over to my girlfriend's, like seeing, well, not seeing people, but when we're allowed to and stuff like that yeah. to, uh, to go and do like social gatherings and stuff like that. Uh, in my personal opinion, I think it would be more challenging for me to be a complete neat and only have to look forward to logging into the video game every day. I think that would play a huge like part on my mental stability. Um, Cause I've had those times where it's like, you start thinking about life and you're like, am I, am I just going to be my runescape character? Like, is that all <laughs> that is my life? I'm just becoming a runescape person. Uh, so to me, that would be harder to do, but to others, like I've spoken to many people who will say, you know, I can either do a hundred or do nothing. Like if I have any sort of obligation that takes away from my time and I can't compete with like the top people, I'm just not going to bother logging in at all. So I think it, I think it really does come down to the person personality type, their motivations, like people who work can still get, you know, 70 EHP weeks. It's just, they have to kind of have that lucky job. Like I have a, a fairly lucky job myself where I can be on the laptop and AFK Barb or AFK something while at work to try to push the limits. So I guess my, my, my answer to that yeah. would just be, I find it personally tougher to be yeah. neat than someone who works. I can definitely see it go both ways as well. Where, cause I think of links Titan, like I think of myself, dude, there, there's been times where, um, you know, before I ever streamed or anything, you know, I'd have a break, like a two or three week break from school or work or something like that. And I'd be like, Oh my God, like, this is like, I am just, I've been dreaming about this where I can just play RuneScape for like two or three weeks uninterrupted. And then by like the end of like the second week when I absolutely have no responsibilities, like I do have responsibilities, but they're like, I can just kind of like get away with not doing them. By the end of like the second week, it's like, not even the second week, by the end of it, it's like, holy shit, I need to like have something going on or else this becomes like exhausting almost. It's like yeah. your thoughts start overwhelming you. And uh, I think, um, like, personally, if if I was in a situation like that where I literally had nothing to do, because I, I consider – most some people might not consider it, but I would consider streaming and making YouTube, like, something where it's occupying your time and stuff. And it's, it's not just playing the game. Because playing the game is different than, like, streaming and making videos of the game. Because, like, believe it or not, I don't know. It's like it takes a little bit of effort to do the streaming and stuff. Where if you're just gaming, you don't even need to fucking shower. You can just like legitimately just stay in your room all day, order pizzas and stuff, and it gets like out of hand quick. Yeah, I think that 
the tr well I, I wouldn't know because i've never been in this situation but i would assume that a, a helpful tactic would to somewhat you know lead a regular life in that sense if you have no obligations still wake up shower you know have some sort of routine, routine that makes you feel productive rather than just like waking up and absolutely doing nothing at yeah. all except like pissing in bottles and <laughs> No, it's not like le legitimately though. Six a.m. Legitimately, if you had a routine, like if somebody really did have unlimited free time, they just ran into a bunch of money and wanted to compete. Like seriously, it's all about the routine. It takes a lot of like, you know, self uh, awareness and self like discipline. But if you can wake up at a at the same time every morning, which I'm not an example of, just saying. But if you can do that and you can just put in a little workout or something, eat like at normal times and just game, like you will actually feel a lot more productive and just, you know, staying up to like 4am and like fucking your sleep schedule up every other week. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess it's just kind of like a mental thing. Cause what really defines productive, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Those are like, everyone's got a, a different opinion on, I guess, even when I said like contributing member of society, it's like, some people could say that I'm just half-assing it and not really contributing anything to society. I'm just AFKing RuneScape on the side of my life. Yeah, but then when you think about like when when topics get kind of deep like that, like what really means contributing? There's so there's billions of people in the world. Like, is it really that bad if a guy wants to game? I mean, he's still he's not harming anyone. He's just you know, because I like I'll see on Reddit, you know, people. For example, people that get 200 mil all, I mean, it's posted on Reddit, and, like, everyone just fucking flames the guy. Like, the guy wasn't even the one that posted it, but they're flaming this guy as if he's, like, you know, the original poster of it. And just, like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, um, I, I'm actually kind of curious. What do you think? Because I'm assuming you probably read those Reddit threads where people get 200 mil all, and you're getting to that point where... <laughs> you're going to be getting 200 mil all and there's going to be a post made about you because you're your top page and uh people are going to be like this guy's a fucking degenerate has like no life just assuming stuff like what do you i guess have you thought about that when you get 200 mil all because i'm assuming i mean i'm like 100 percent positive there's going to be a post made about it so what do you think so to me first off um i try to stay off of twitter like Smart. i don't have a twitter the only time i go on twitter is to like i run the hexus account um well all the generals do so mm -hmm. i have access to the the hexus account to tweet out like competitions and achievements other than that i try to stay off of it i think i've been off of it for like four or five years it it's just something that to me adds a little more um it's it's a way for me to unfortunately become way too involved i'd like to separate like my life and runescape and from what i've seen anyways a lot of people especially guys that are going for 200 mil all that live not live and breathe the game but they're on the game so much if they also have a twitter as well then twitter just becomes you know instead of checking the weather they check who's tweeting what instead of checking the news for the day they check twitter and see who's saying what about them and it just drains your mental so much and 
could even demotivate you to even play the game. And so I just try to stay off of Reddit, Twitter as much as possible. That's smart. Um, but to answer your question too, I, like the main reason why I started streaming on Twitch, like I, I didn't really have an interest in streaming at all on Twitch uh, until I kind of started seeing and hearing people say those type of things about individuals who go for 200 mil all they're just uh i don't even want to use the words that they use but they basically don't have much to say uh that's nice about people that yep. do 200 mils they don't know how to speak they're terrible social skills um so yeah that, i mean to me i'm trying to i guess quote unquote like break the stigma and show individuals that people doing 200 mils or 200 mil all can actually hold a conversation <laughs> are intellectual human beings that have seen sunlight and have kissed a girl the, or male or whatever you prefer. The crazy thing is, is I actually think people going for two, I don't think it's even a question that people that have gone 200 mil all in our top page are like intellectuals. Like I know that sounds not intellectuals. We'll just say they're very intelligent because it actually takes a bit of, um, you know, intelligence to be able to maintain efficient rates and stuff like that. Like, believe it or not, I, I know that might come as a surprise to some people, but I would actually argue that being efficient on RuneScape actually takes a brain and a pretty big one to, especially like, be able to mentally, like, keep you keep yourself grinding. I guess. Um, you might think it's like a clinical fucking insanity, but I would say it's, I don't know. It's, you have to kind of have a big brain for it. Cause like, trust me, I've had a friend, I had a, I had a pothead friend that like he would play RuneScape and I swear, dude, he just doesn't understand. Like he doesn't fucking understand how the game works. And you know, he's just, everything he does is so inefficient. I know it just takes time to get efficient and stuff, but it's like, Dude, the people that really have gotten to an middle all, they have to be really smart. Like, they might not be the most socially, you know, uh, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, socially advanced human yeah. being. <laughs> but they definitely no, have for brain. sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the I mean, a lot of people, uh, from what I've seen, anyways, are in potentially some sort of education. Anyways, a lot of computer science. Uh, like majors are going for 200 mil all um, the spreadsheets that they come up with. Like I, I can't do any of that sort of math um, long-term, you know, calculating their exact, you know, seconds basically as to uh, planning things out and stuff like that. Like, uh, to me, I just learn a method, log into the game, do that for X amount of hours and then move on. Whereas these guys have Google Docs spreadsheets calculating all this type of stuff, long-term macro efficiency. It's like, it is very impressive. And you learn a lot about stuff that technically can be applied into real life as well. Like, I'll never forget the, uh, I think I was in like grade six or seven. So I was like, I don't know, 11, 12. My science teacher asked, how do you make bronze? And I was the only kid in the science class that could answer because I was making bronze bars and free to play. So, you know, RuneScape can change your life. You get that right answer, 
just a snowball effect, butterfly effect from there. <laughs> so I actually had um, somebody DM me a question for you. Uh, All right. And it was by Quirky. I can't actually find it right now because we we're talking a bunch. And I'm trying to find the exact wording. But basically, he or I I want to say it was Quirky. I can't even find it. I think it was. But um, he basically said, uh, you know, because of what you just said, where you just you know the skill or like the method for the skill, and you just put in the hours. Are would you say you are um, at least somewhat of like an innovator? Like, would you like? Not like you need to make up a method, but like, have you ever, you know, optimized a method, or do you just do what you see and do it for the hours and like whatever? I guess that's kind of like a bad wording for the question, but I don't, I know what you mean. Like, I'm definitely not the type of player to go and try to find new methods that could become like meta changing. Uh, personally, uh, even with like um dev blogs and stuff <laughs> like i'll wait for someone else to go and read it and then they pull out the information and whatever they'd like to like they come to not not saying i have like a you know a bunch of like sweatshop workers looking at dev blogs for me and deciphering important information but typically there's a lot of people that are invested every time the dev blog comes out they go look at it right away pick apart some things that could be important for skillers and then make some sort of post about it or start talking about it in like a clan chat or a discord that's when i'll pick up on it so in terms of being like an innovator in a certain skill uh, i like to try different things like for mining for example i've been doing like boosted vms um for slayer i started like networking my slayer tasks which wasn't like commonly done uh but i wouldn't say i'm yeah i didn't come up with those methods or anything like that i so i have tried newer or like innovative methods but i wouldn't go and do it myself and try to find them okay so i'm curious uh Oh, I just got a message. You see that in game? Postponing the release yeah. of equipment rebounds. Not like you really care, but I was gonna say someone go read that for me and let me know if it affects me. <laughs> I'll make a ramble on it later. Um Okay, so Champions Cape wants to know what your favorite skill is and what your least favorite skill is. So I guess thing is, whenever I read that, like personally, I, I always just think of like not particularly skill but like what's my favorite method and least favorite method but like i guess we'll say skill i was just gonna ask you because i have two different answers depending on if it's just skill in general or skilling method well you can say both Uh, yeah so for favorite skill in general and i like like when someone asks me this question i like to encompass my favorite skill uh, with everyone in mind i think like a a, a well-rounded skill would be my favorite skill personally because it accommodates everyone playing the game i mean we're playing an mmo so like my favorite skill is slayer because of the just the diversity that goes into it like you can just do it so many different ways yep so many like so much variety in the skill um so like that would be my simple answer for that and then 
least favorite skill uh, would hands down be construction for me. I, I like that it's fast. That's the only benefit to it. But the the way in which you train, I mean, rune. No, I'm just gonna say rune crafting. Runescape in general is just very repetitive. You're, I mean, yeah. mining. You're clicking the same four rocks. But to me, there's just something about building and removing over and over and over that seems more dull than any other sort of dull skilling method in runescape interesting that's kind of funny because like at the end of the day it really is clicking it's like if you just were to take away all the visual of like osrs and just do the same clicks kind of it would it wouldn't feel as bad i guess but construction i will admit I don't actually, I don't know if I, here's the thing. I don't even know if I mind construction because it was, it's been so long. It's been like at least two and a half years since I even trained the skill like properly besides mahogany homes for like a couple hours. And, uh, but I kind of see where you're coming from where like at the end of the day, the game's just clicking, but there's something about certain methods that just not appealing. And one of those is running around shooting monsters and like avoiding damage by running around for some reason and i can't explain why it just bothers me like i don't like those methods where you just run around like the zami method where you run around with a tebow sarah run around with a tebow even hydra yeah. running around with tebow although hydra has way like just other issues with it alone but um yeah there's just something about being up right in front of the boss with a sword or something it's just so much more appealing to me i don't know you like to face things head on. Maybe. Yeah. The whole running shooting thing just never appealed to me. And yeah, so I can kind of see where you're coming from. At the end it's of the day, it's all repetitive, but yeah. That, that's what it like. To me, it feels weird even answering it when people ask me because I'm like, no, I get it. Like I'm doing granite. I'm literally clicking the same four rocks over and over, but there's something way different than clicking on a table, removing it, building it then clicking on the same four rocks over and over i don't know three tick four g is honestly such a good skilling method like it's so satisfying man like we were i think i was talking to bc guppy about it just the differences between like a tick manipulation skill like three tick four g where it's like you almost feel like you're fully engaged in the skill and like whatever you do you're like directly getting the output like you're you're getting like that gratification like as soon as you do the click you know you're like you're getting the the big xp drop and you move on and it's really quick whereas like you think of winter todd or any other thing where you just have these weird delays and lagginess it's just not satisfying whatsoever so i just got to give a shout out to three tick 4g it's a good skilling method it it has become actually not a highlight of my day but i do I would get into this. I think I've seen questions about alting and uh, services, but I do like VM in the morning. Uh, then from like a certain period of time, do granite for like six, like a six hour and then go back to VM. So it's a nice, uh, it's a nice way to balance out the skill. And then I also don't have to dread potentially just, three tick 4g for you know 15 hours a day depending on my schedule all right so you mentioned it I'm just, we're just going to talk about it <clears throat> services 
thoughts on services because we every player every like player that plays a lot has their own opinions on it so i guess we'll just get into it what are your thoughts on services should it be in the game should it be in the game like should uh, it be allowed i, I should say <laughs> it in my opinion i don't think services should be allowed no um will i do it that's yeah that's a completely different story <laughs> But to me, I don't think services should be a thing. And all, so I'm just gonna be completely honest with everybody. Um, unfortunately, it's a gray area the the services. So it's like they keep talking about it that we're gonna look into it. So it's like <laughs> people are a little bit of afraid to just flat out say like, "Yeah, I do services." Yep. Um, They're investigating. That's what it's called. They're yeah, investigating. so it's yeah. it's very worrisome, especially to someone who's put in you know thirteen thousand efficient hours almost, and it's like, do I just do this openly and potentially just get owned for it one day when they come out and say, oh, you're not allowed to do that? And, but I don't think they just come out and ban people without giving like a fair warning. Yeah, so. no way, especially at this point. So, yeah, so I mean, I've been doing services for a year and a half i guess through a discord like i get i don't want to say professionally because that sounds very <laughs> cringy but you know um i guess through a discord organized way of doing it um for about a year and a half and to me i just sometimes i just shake my head when i see uh, like Iron Man, for example, that get services done. To me, it's like you're volunteering to play a game mode in which you're wanting to do things all on your own. Yep. So, so some some services I think are more like shaking my head worthy than others. But I just think in general, it would be awesome for services to not be a thing. But I think I could be wrong. I think the only way that that would ever be taken out is if they take out account sharing in general and i don't think they have the the balls to ban account sharing i mean even as a business perspective not really the yep. ball is just it's not a smart business move to ban account sharing because you'll have so many people not playing the game so many uh so much more less accounts having paid membership and stuff like that yeah i kind of agree with you it's kind of will jagex do it because i think most people that play a lot can agree account sharing is just bad it's bad for the game but at the same time it's really it's hard to even say if it's bad for the game because i look at it where you know i like i guess it's more of like you know high level players would hate would hate to see you know some other person account sharing where if you're just a casual who the hell cares if you are account sharing you know so i guess when i say it's bad for the game i only look at it in the eyes of like people that play a lot a hundred percent like yeah. i'll speak from firsthand experience um like through at hexus we have i guess you we call them like recruitment drives where randy the spreadsheet man puts together a huge spreadsheet of you know individuals in which we're interested 
in recruiting them or speaking to them like based on their EHP output weekly, monthly. And it's extremely unfortunate coming from like an HLC, like EHP sort of clan focused environment because that's where, you know, we're looking for players putting up big numbers and to go on to Temple and have to decipher, okay, is this a job account? Is so-and-so just on a hundred EHP week because they have two people playing their account? Uh, so it, it really takes yep. a little bit of the fun out of competitive skilling because it's like you can just, well, you're you're trying to do an EHP comp over the weekend, just open a ticket, we'll play 24 hours for you and you'll win. Uh, so that's that's where it's that's where I have a big problem with it. Especially, I never thought I'd see the day, and I have seen the day now uh, numerous times. People would ramble about service is terrible because what if someone buys a max cape, and then that person now goes on to do 200 mils? And I was thinking to myself, dude, you're gonna spend you know five, ten bill on a max cape because you're too lazy to do the skilling, but then you yourself are going to go for 200 mils. It's like, to me, that that doesn't add up. Like what type of individual would pay for a max keep, but then on their own time do 200 mils. And there's people that have literally paid for max through services and then now do 200 mils. It's like, it, it's, yeah, it's, it stinks. That's just how I put it. (laughs) Not, not fun to see. And where does Jagex draw the line when they say account sharing's fine unless you're competing? Like where the hell is that line? That that line is as far back as my hairline because there's people that are very, 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 very high ranked that account shares. So it's like Jeez. if the high if the highest of the high have account shared and aren't banned for account sharing then you're not banning people for account sharing for competitive ranks because they are like the top top player yep. so well what do you yeah like... i said top player but not links i'm just saying yeah, 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 top top players like outputting a lot because that's where i was i was wondering i was like you know where do you draw the line is it like top 100 oh if you're in the top 100 then you can't because that means you're competing but if you're any like you know worse than that you then whatever it doesn't matter but it's like you can't you just either have to take it all away or you have to make it all allowed and in my opinion making account sharing allowed like is the worst thing ever for this game uh and so my opinion is to just make it a bannable offense to account share and like you said, Jagex doesn't have the balls to do that or, you know, it's not worth it to them to to make that happen. Yeah, from a, I mean, I could understand it. Business, I, I get it. I mean, there's there's got to be like thousands and thousands of accounts that are paid membership that are account shared and they'd be gone if they weren't. But it, like touching back on like, wh- yeah, what is competitive ranks and can I just not claim I'm being competitive? Like, what if I was just account sharing with a guy from Australia? I'm Canadian, by the way, for those that don't know. So, like, complete opposite time zone, basically, is what I'm saying. 
if I go to bed, he puts in 12 hours. He goes to bed. I put in 12 hours. We just happen to end up, you know, top 10. Like, but I'm not going for competitive ranks. It's just like there's just so much time being played on the account that it happens to be that way. So, like, how do you decipher if, like, you kind of get screwed over, I guess, at that point, if you are getting high ranks at that point too in their eyes if they're saying they're only banning people for competitive competitive ranks it's like i could just claim i'm not trying to be competitive and then i get out of it i guess so i just was curious and i looked it up because i've looked this up before but it's been like a year and it was just the rules of runescape and this is literally what it says and there are so many people that like just and I, I like I'm guilty of it too. Just for kind of misquoting what the rules actually say about account sharing and other things, but it literally says account sharing and buying or selling accounts. I have it pulled up on my end. Mm-hmm. Each um, account should only be used by one person. Never share your account with anyone else, as doing so will likely get the account banned. Players may not sell, share, transfer, or lend their account to anyone else. Like it's in the rules. You shall like you will not do that. And it's just like people have honestly gotten to the point where they actually don't think it's a rule. Like they're just like it's not even in the rules. Like there's actually people that say that. It's just like it's not in the rules. Like it's clearly stated right here. And then it says um, players should not accept an account that anyone else offers as they may be stolen and this could lead to your own account being disabled. And then why we have this rule. We have this rule as part of our procedures to preserve the integrity of the game and its players' hard-earned achievements. The high scores are there to measure the achievement of an individual, not a group of players or third party. Also, if disputes occur and friendships break down, it can lead to one of, at least one of the parties permanently losing access to the account or having it stripped of wealth and items. And, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's... I mean, I'm no lawyer, but... Uh, I did take a human rights course in university. <laughs> so I do remember this one saying, I guess there's like, uh, you know, like how it's written and then how it's practiced, like the law itself, how it reads versus I guess how the law itself is practiced in reality. And it seems like there's a couple rules of RuneScape that are there. As almost an intimidating yeah. factor, or yeah, for looks like the like we can talk about it, the AHK rule, um, the I think I don't know if it, with third party clients, like that whole shabacle that happened when like OS Buddy had those OP features and they started, you know, saying certain features weren't allowed, certain features are, but like to me that account sharing rule is there so that you don't account share with you know your uh, this is just an example i don't know your partner in life and then you guys end up you know cheating on each other and then they yoink your bank and now you're crying to me that's what that account sharing rule is there for they don't want to see you basically get scammed by a friend or someone you account share with rwts your account gets banned and now you didn't RWT. So you feel like you're just shit out of luck. Uh, I'm, are we allowed to swear? Yeah. I think we're allowed to. <laughs> you're just like stuck with no account now. Um, so I, th- I personally think that's what that's there for. Same with 
AHK rule. Like AHK rule is there to scare you from not using it at all. When in reality, in my opinion, if you're using AHK in a one-to-one -one manner, which means like one input, one output, you press the number one, it left clicks for you. You press the number two, it drops down a certain distance for you and that's it. I don't think, or you know what? I I'll even say I have not met anyone who has legitimately used AHK in a one-to-one -one manner uh, that has been banned for it if they actually use it. I even know a person that was using a one to fifty six and didn't get banned until it was shown on stream. No, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know what? I know it's like I've already talked about it in a ramble and things, but I'm seriously curious on your thoughts because it's not only Coxie. Coxie just unfortunately had it go off on a stream, which was embarrassing as fuck. I could imagine, and although he's not competing for ranks and he's not like. You could argue it's not really affecting anything. It does affect things when people cheat and then they get, you know, a slap on the wrist or something. Uh, like, okay, well, first of all, I'm curious, how the hell do you do, like, basically a 1 to 56 and not get, like, the Jagex, like, thing flaring up, basically? Like, isn't there some, like... I guess I put too much faith in Jagex because, like, I got permanently banned for auto-clicking. And uh, that's just, like, simply my mouse there just clicking at some random-ass interval. And it's like, what is the difference between having your mouse literally fly through cleaning your entire inventory of herbs? Like, is that not is that not setting off alarms at Jagex to, like, there's obviously something wrong in this account? I don't know. I, I, I would assume. I wouldn't know from personal experience and I'm, this isn't sarcasm because I, I haven't used those at all ever. I do know people at, that have shown me it and stuff like that. So I'm not saying like, oh yeah, my friend does it like AKA me, but like, I do know people who, for example, you know, the Cramger shop back in the day, yeah. how it used to be an alt. So like that method there, you'd have 13 note of, noted items in your inventory. You'd sell one, to each like sorry there'd be 13 slots in the store you'd sell one of the items in your inventory it'd fill up the shop and then every minute it would uh despawn in the yeah. store you'd get to sell another item it was very good money maker um back in the day so people i've seen it press the number one literally sell 13 items in your inventory in one game tick so you press one button, right click, drop down, sell one. It would repeat that for another 12 times in one game tick. Never got flagged for it. I think it's honestly like it's I don't want to say this to encourage them, but like it is very impressive with the amount of knowledge that people have in terms of making these scripts that don't get flagged. So I think I think just the sophistication of going around the detection system, if you put in certain like sleep timers in the script or you're going around different pixels rather than like an auto clicker, for example, which would just click on the exact same pixel on the exact same second every time. So I'm assuming they've just got like, just gotten more educated on how to write these 
scripts because yeah i've seen people do you know like tob and they press the number one same thing they do like an eight-way switch and one game tick for oh gear switching and stuff like that so so yeah do you think it's a good look i'm just curious on your thoughts I've already kind of shared mine, but do you think it's appropriate that he got, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to Coxie, I love the guy, but I just, this is the example that everyone has heard about in the last, like, week, so I'm just bringing it up again, but do you think it was appropriate, a two-day ban? It's interesting, because, like, my first initial reaction when I heard he got two-dayed was, so you're telling me I can use AHK and get a two-day, like, to me, that's that encourages more people to push AHK to the limit and get a two-day. Like, let's see how far I can get yep. using AHK, and then, all right, I'll just, I'll eat the two-day, man. It's fine, whatever. It's um, really a bad look. And it it's, you know, there's, there's such thing as, like, streamer favoritism and stuff, obviously, but it's like... I don't know. I it wasn't like he was competing for a rank, obviously trying to get a skill done really quick or something, but encouraging that, like it's not even well, I wouldn't say encouraging, but it's like yeah, it's like what you said where oh, I can do this for a 2-day ban because and here's the worst part is like in one of my ram or in, in the ramble I was talking about it, there was a Reddit post saying basically some guy on Reddit was claiming that Oh, whenever you do this, it's always been a two-day ban. And like he was blaming somebody else for spreading misinformation. I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that have been permanently banned for using AHK, like yep. hardcore right. scripts like that. And so when they're spreading misinformation like that, like and it's getting upvoted to the extreme, people, especially on fucking Reddit, I can imagine, are thinking, "Oh, I can just you know use these OP scripts, and as soon as I get caught, then I'll just chill. I can take a two-day vacation." I think. I don't know how things are at Jagex. I think there's some sort of miscommunication with all these mods going in and out and getting fired or leaving the organization or the company and then new mods coming in. I don't know if, you know, the rules have been passed down or have been, uh, you know, encouraged in the exact same way that they have been. But I don't know if you remember or even know of the guy. I don't uh, his name was Situation. He was rank one yep. Iron Man. Yep, I remember. So he, yeah, he got perm banned for AHK. He was doing Hunter at the time, and he, so for the Herb Tar, instead of like manually clicking Herb then Tar, he would press the number one, and it would use the Herb on the Tar. So it was like a one to three AHK script, and he got perm banned for that. And then he got unbanned. I heard. Like, oh, did he? I, I'm, I'm almost certain he's unbanned. In fact, I'll just ask hmm. right now. Maybe, yeah, maybe it got washed later on. I yeah, it was. It was like it, it was within like the past two years he got unbanned. Obviously, he doesn't like play it. I don't know what he does, but yeah, I've seen people get th- which to me is interesting too. Like I've seen, um, I'm pretty sure, and someone can correct me afterwards and call me an idiot if i'm spreading false information um so take this with a grain of salt but i'm pretty sure um harmony who's 200 mil all now his first account got perm banned for botting agility and then years later 
he could make some sort of like apology and say, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. And now he has that account back. So it's like, I don't, I don't get that part either, but yeah, I've seen people been perm banned for less. I'll just say that and been using it. Uh, like that was, I think you pressed like one button and it was like a 32 way drop or some shit like that to like drop fish right. is what it looked like to me. Yeah. So I know he wasn't using it uh, to kill Bandos, obviously. Um, yeah. But so it, it can be dangerous. Like, I, so I was perm banned for auto clicking, and swear to God, it was one night for six hours straight, and I got permanently banned a, a few days later. And so, like, you think about the punishments for these kind of things, and you wonder, like, where's the rhyme or reason for, you know getting like a two day or you know a two week or whatever um yeah like there is no it's pretty much like whoever the the person that's reviewing the account whatever his discretion is at the time or hers like that's yeah. pretty much what happens like did you did you have a prior offense at all or no no i had never ever in all of my years playing runescape had ever had an offense before that even a mute or anything. I was like fully fucking clean. And the only thing, so this might sound like kind of conspiracy theory-ish, but the reason I think I was permanently banned was because about two weeks before that incident, I purchased the premiere package or whatever for a year's worth of membership with real money. I was like, okay, like I'm I'm loving this account right now. Let me just buy the full year. So I had like 350 days on it when I was banned. And I this might I know, it sounds like conspiracy ish, but like I really think the reason I was permed is because I had already kind of paid for the membership and they can just kind of they they got their money basically. Whereas if I only had like 2 days of membership on the account, I literally feel like they would have only banned me um, like as a temp ban because of money. I really think that. Like, I really think just simply the fact that they know I'm going to make another account and like pay money again is the reason I was permed instead of, um, you know, just as a temp ban. But who the hell knows? I That's just like something I was thinking. I was like, you know what? Like, that would make sense from a business perspective to just ban somebody that just paid for a fucking huge package of membership because as it says in the rules you know if you cheat like all your memberships like revoked like so anyway it, uh, yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't uh say you're completely crazy like i personally know people who have gone through like five plus accounts just first strike on their account perm band yep makes another one perm band so it's like you could make the argument, I guess, that they know that that IP potentially or whatever is, has done this before, so they're instantly perm banning. But you could also say they're seeing that they're making an account paying for membership over and over and over. So why not just perm it instead of yeah, more money? Yeah. No, it's just, it was just something I was thinking of at the time. Just like I really feel like if I had just one day of membership remaining... They'd be like, man, okay, if we give this guy a two-day break, you know, he'll he'll come back and buy members and stuff again. That's more money. Not like the person reviewing the account actually fucking cares. It's not like they're the Jagex owner, but like, yeah, 
Yeah, I think the the main thing that I have a problem with, honestly, in regards to the rules, is the like lack of consistency in like rule breaking in general. To be honest with you, it's like some people can get away with it. Something like I I think I would. There's some things that people have gotten away with that I would never imagine trying to do myself because I'm like, oh, dude, that's so obvious. That's like Instaban. Yeah. But they don't. And then like I, I've been false banned for two days for doing Hunter when I was manually clicking my Hunter. Same with like Lynx who got manually or not manually banned, sorry, but was doing his Hunter, got a two day just for flagging something but the people that are actually botting somehow don't get flagged it's i wonder like i i'm sorry for interrupting i that's okay i i wonder if uh another if like a different person in the community were to have done what coxie did someone that's not particularly like you know looked up to or like highly regarded i guess because like the the amount of people just brushing it off was like astounding to me honestly and like you know people that just didn't give a shit but i seriously wonder if it had been someone that the community doesn't generally like did that exact same thing i feel like they would have just gotten first of all depending on how the community reacts like i honestly feel like it probably would have been a perm ban and then everyone would have been would have been like sit you know like sit the fuck down like you rat you know it's kind of funny how, I don't know. It's also unfortunate that, I mean, the amount of people that were seeing it, like, I can almost guarantee you if some guy with, you know, like five viewers or something streamed that, we're not talking about that this at all, and they're probably not banned for it. Um, And then also, like, it was funny to me, just as a side note, going through the comments on Twitter and seeing some people's responses like how could you do this what a cheating scumbag blah 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 and then i know them and i've known i know what they've done <laughs> so it's like there's a there's a lot of people that are also like i'm definitely not encouraging what was done but i also I, i'd like people to not be so hard on certain people if they're also the ones that are yeah up to no good as well and- or that have done it just haven't gotten caught for it. it's like just because you haven't gotten caught for it doesn't mean that you're not doing something wrong yeah. as well i just feel like you know the two-day ban personally i'm totally okay with and i know coxie will never do that shit again because imagine the fucking backlash if he did it again you know like everyone was caught on stream again you know mm-hmm. so the two-day was enough for him to stop i personally believe which is cool but the just just what it looks like as you know for the rest of the community it's almost just like oh you're just gonna get a slap on the wrist just cheat once and you'll be fine and that's what one of my friends told me before i got perm banned for auto clicking oh dude don't worry if you get if you get caught it'll just be a two day and then just never do it again i'm like oh sweet okay perm banned the next day like you know there is no rhyme or reason for why or how long so that would be my like if we're saying, you know, the main thing, what's wrong with the rules, it's like just consistency is. Yeah. And if you have a rule, if it's written there, I would like it enforced how it's, you know, what I mean, I don't want some sort of 
interpretation. Like the rules aren't art. I'm not supposed to look at it and be like, oh, how does this make you feel? It's like the rules yeah. are supposed to be the rules. And that's why there's so many people that are genuinely confused when it's like, I'm pretty sure I saw someone recently got banned for using open OSRS. And the guy was like, oh, wait, I'm not allowed to use this client. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, what was his name? That PKer guy. It's a P yeah, it's a PKer. He's like, I'm not using it for PKing plugins. I'm just using it because it. I don't know. You think he said saves my login information or something like that? Um, and yeah, and then the mod responded with, "You're not allowed to use Open OSRS. Like you just basically snitched on yourself." Yeah, you just but incriminated like, yourself. Like the guy, the person. At, at least it seems like there's people out there that genuinely don't know. Like they're not allowed to use that client if it, you're not using any of the features that are deemed on that list or whatever. So it's like, just be way more clear. I said this even when the, that exhaustive, like this list is not exhaustive, but if you use these specific features, it's like there's still some sort of, you know, it's not too clear as to what is and what isn't. And it doesn't help when you had like, pretty sure Mod Matt K went on uh, one of the podcasts and was like, you know, you won't be banned for account sharing unless you do it for competitive rank. So it's like, why don't you put that in the rules of Runescape then? Because it's going to completely deter people away from account sharing if they go to the rules. Like if someone's new, reads the rules of Runescape, they'll be like, okay, I'm not allowed to account share. But then they have all these other people that are telling them, they start watching streams and they start logging on to like different pk builds and their friends account blah 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 and they're like oh so i so you can do this and it's just such a gray area yep and there really is no that's like such a dumb thing to say is like you can account share just don't do it for competitive reasons what where is the line for that because you can't just say that because where are you drawing the line when you start skilling at all gaining any xp or like you're in the top 100 top 1000 or top 100 of a skill for like you know you can't just say that like it has to be it has to be a bannable offense like all account sharing because if it isn't then nothing can be because where yeah. do you draw the line i mean sure draw the line somewhere but then everyone will just compete up to that point or something you know so it just it doesn't work in my opinion yeah and i think that's that ties in right with like services, how we started talking about this, like services, account sharing, only way you're getting it out, banning account sharing. Like yep. that's, that's it. All right. Skill hopping versus grinding skills straight to 200 mil. Dr. Neron wants to know your thoughts. <clears throat> Over, well, I'm sure I've had like, I think if I go to Hans, I think I have like, over a thousand days in game like whereas so i, I have like twenty-five thousand hours i think on this account plus so i was uh I was, this is a common topic because a lot back in the day there used to be this idea that um you're less of a person not less of a person in general <laughs> but like less of, a, less of a skiller i guess or less of a quote-unquote you know, good skiller. Yeah. If you if you can't do 200 mil in a skill straight, it's like if you can do that, then you're a real gamer. But if you skill hop, it's looked as like a form of weakness. 
I think I I personally think anyways there could maybe be some old heads that think that way still, but like for me, I think skill hopping is the way to go about it. I personally started out doing 200 mil straight. I did 200 mil cooking straight, then 200 mil smithing straight. Then I think I did thieving and hunter straight. I forget the timeline. Like I've been hit so many times in the head during hockey that I I really I think I do have some sort of con- like concussion problems. But the the timeline doesn't really matter. I, yeah. I did a bunch of 200 mils straight, and then I think I got to wood cutting, and that's when I started skill hopping a bit because with wood cutting obviously you get fire making xp so i i did those skills together and then i think that's when i started shifting with the mentality which i still keep to this day of jumping from two skills the entire way so instead of doing one skill straight to 200 mil i typically go for two skills i guess you would say like my most recent ones while I was juggling runecrafting, I did Slayer as well. And I kind of paired up. Like right now I'm doing mining with prayer. Just hit like 100 mil prayer. Congrats. I heard you got base 100 mil stats. Very nice. I did, yeah. Thank you. So yeah, I, I just did that. And like the same day I did 100 mil mining, 100 mil prayer. And then with the speed of prayer, I do like six hours of prayer. And that like leaves me two weeks of mining XP. Kind of just go back and forth with those right now uh that's what i'm currently doing and it i think it helps with me uh personally i think it yeah it comes down to personality but i think if you were to try to like plan out an account i guess to go for 200 mil all i my advice would be skill hop so that you're not just draining yourself with the same thing over and over and over every day so what made you realize that 200 mil all was possible or did you Um, always kind of think that in your mind that it was possible but i i'm gonna give you the answer that helps my mental motivation um and i'll give you like an explanation as to why i'm saying it this way but i personally never think that i'm actually going for 200 mil all uh, even right now, like I have 1,400 efficient hours left. Technically, in terms of EHP, I'm putting up like 300 to 350 a month. So like I'm on pace to get it you know, four and a half months. Uh, I think to till like you know there's a week left, I'll still say I'm not going for. 200 mil all All i'm doing is i'm going for as many 200 mils as i can because in the blink of an eye covid restrictions may be taken away i might be back at work 40 hours a week my playtime goes down uh like there's so many things that happen in life to me um not to me specifically but i mean like there's so many things that happen in life yeah comma to me it doesn't make sense to say like this big claim i try in my mind it helps me um stay not stay humble but stay motivated and not be overwhelmed with the daunting 
task of, I mean, it's still 1500 hours, right? I mean, 1500 hours, there's people, I mean, majority of people, to be honest, will say, I'm not, I'm never going to max like max is 1300, 1200 efficient hours. Is it really that low now? In terms of EHP, yeah, 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 EHP yeah. Is, yeah. still, that's so yeah. crazy. So like, I still have like over a thousand hours of efficient gameplay left that I still don't want to think that way. And that's how I thought the entire way. So I, I guess to answer the question, I have, I still don't think I'm going to get 200 mil all right now. It's just the next 200 mil you're going, you're getting. Well, that's cool. So what are your goals? I mean, I know you're not going for it, but what are your goals for <laughs> after 200 mil all? <laughs> um, like, what do you, what do you see yourself doing like the next day? Like, let's say that. And then what's your plans for like the future? I'm probably like, this might sound cringy and I don't really care to be honest, but this is a huge like life achievement, to be honest with you. This is massive if it does happen. So I'm going to actually like not celebrate, have like an actual party IRL, but um, I'll probably have, you know, like a, a nice meal, treat myself to maybe a nice steak dinner. <laughs> and then uh, I just think after that, I'd like to, find more of a long-term career um not not to say that my job isn't like a serious job that i'm doing i'm still working like a monday to friday it's just not something that i haven't moved up the ladder i guess i'm still like that frontline staff where yeah. i'd like to take my you know experience get like a managerial role or you know just be higher up and start a long-term uh, career rather than just a job in terms of in-game um i'll be going back like I, I have 19 pets or 20 pets i got all the slayer well not all sorry um i guess i can't even say that yeah frick i don't have all of them but the slayer the, the slayer pets that i do have are like you know thermi kraken those type of pets hydra i still have to get like some of them do you have any uh, of the DK's pets? Yeah, I have all the DK's pets. Really? Because I I, yeah. lo I I have you loaded up on my high score thing. Damn, you got yeah. H1 under drop rate. I mean, yeah, barely, so but yeah. That, I don't know if it was asked to or when when did I start taking 200 mil serious or something like that. It kind of intertwines with PVMing and stuff. But to answer that specific question, what what are my plans? Basically, just play less maybe go a little more quote-unquote mainstream with the live streams turn it into a pvm slash pet guy and uh go back to the the humble roots which is where i began and i kind of went up like if you check my ehp graph it kind of looks funny it goes like on an arc up and then i graduate university 2017 get a full-time job I flatline, and then that's when I started like camping DKs strictly and stuff like that, like off task, like no skilling whatsoever. Um, and then I got cleaned in August 2018. We'll never forget it. And that's when I like, you know, did the old sit down conversation with myself. 
I got to take myself serious if I actually want to get 200 mils. And that's when I started actually skilling, um, in my mind, strictly skilling. So yeah, I'm looking, yeah, be, at, I'm, I'm looking going, at the graph right now. Yeah. I'll be going back to the, the PVN roots. Okay. Um, here's kind of a good question, I guess, uh, that I saw on Twitter, just kind of pull it up. Um, Navis asks, uh, well, he asked two parts. And I guess we kind of already covered what makes a good skiller in your opinion. And I think it, what it really comes down to is, well, actually, I guess we can go into it. We just barely covered mm-hmm. it, but also we have a question afterward. If you could restart your OSR's journey, would you still go for 200 mil all? So first things first, what makes a skiller a good skiller in your opinion? I think you also have to ask the question um, as to, well, there's, there's, there's many different types of skillers as well. Like there can be a, a long-term macro efficient beast, or you can have those micro efficient guys that are dropping like absolutely insane hours of skilling or skilling methods, like people that can, I don't even know what the heck the method's called. But fire blonde smelt berry bones <laughs> and imbuers like just like Jesus not even Christ. you can't imbue because you'd be on standard spellbook. But basically doing like five skills in one inventory while you're fire making like to me, I've got old man wrists. Like I'm not going to ever be able to do that. So I give props to those are beast micro. You typically, anyways. Now, not offending anyone, but typically you you don't see those type of players going long term. Yep. For the for the most part. And if they do, it typically wouldn't be doing the method like that. So I think there's really cool skillers and good skillers that make cool clips or YouTube videos. Um, and that to me, that's a good skiller. Like that person's got beast clicks. Um, but if I'm to me, I like to look at like the kind of the whole package. Like you don't necessarily need to be a tick God to be a good skiller in my eyes. I think consistency, longevity is the most impressive thing in my eyes. I typically don't look at day records or week records. I look at month and year personally. Um, I agree. And I, and I like EHP over XP personally. I agree with uh, consistency as, I don't know, I guess as a skiller, I think, um, or not, I'm not saying I'm a skiller, but I'm like as a skiller, you should be, uh, I think consistency is the biggest sort of uh factor key indicator um again with like longevity because like you'll see because honestly like the people that have powered through to 200 mil all or the people that are continuing to power through and have played this game you know like since release like i'm i'm talking about you i'm talking about like a bunch of different people they are just even the people so i'm comparing you guys that are continuing to game and continuing to like go on even though the game's evolving and stuff like that like you guys are better skillers than those that have burnt out and like obviously there's different reasons for burning out like irl and stuff but like that is where like the true 
skill where it comes in where it's like you can keep pushing on even when like you know you're you're demotivated or you have IRL stuff to that's going on. I think that is what defines like a great skiller in my eyes. So not no disrespect to those that have burnt out. Like I think of, I know it's kind of I don't know. I'll, I'll just mention a few, but like I know Lelador uh, burnt out. He was one of the alt like really good skillers in my opinion, just in my eyes. And you know he burnt out. I don't know what he's doing IRL, but like I. Can't. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Can't qualify him as like a great skiller anymore because simply the fact that he didn't keep going you know where it's mm-hmm. like and the same with like autumn elegy he's gr- he great skiller but like you know then he just burns out i don't know you're like <laughs> i know that might not be a great uh i don't know it's just my opinion i guess but i consider the great skillers that keep going yeah it's also interesting to like if you think of are we only counting you know one account or because like, I, I think now he plays uim right yeah yeah, yeah. free to play uim so, like, I think there's also categories of, like, you know, legendary or, you know, iconic skillers. Like, Automology, yeah, he didn't last for the long term, but definitely, you know, his skilling guides and things like that. Like, there's different things that would, I guess, categorize you as to what type of skiller you That's are. True. But like I guess like yeah, if you're if you're looking and saying, you know, what makes a skiller good in my opinion as someone who's pushing for as many two hundred mils as possible, like it, it would just be that the like, you know, the more EHP you have, kind of the the better you are um as like a, a measurement. Because obviously two hundred mils can be let's say someone has a bill XP and viables versus a bill XP and gatherers there's just a lot more time investment involved with the the gatherers than viables but that's another debate you can get into viable versus gatherers and what's better to go for and what's more impressive and no gatherer wall in 2021 and (laughs) there's just so many things that you could discuss but yeah the the main thing is longevity if you look at someone and they've got you know like 400 plus ehp month like that's that's a gamer that they can keep up that type of efficiency for that many consistent hours back to back you wake up you think 
I got to do this for another 15 hours for like 30 days of doing this for 15 hours. It's very impressive yeah. to stay, stay on track. And there's so many other factors, like you said, that can be defined as a skiller. But I, what I compared was just simply the consistency and time played, I guess. Yeah. So I agree with you. I think that's the biggest factor. But there always is those like beast skillers, like automology, no disrespect whatsoever. Like he's he was a great skiller, but like you know, just in the yeah. fact of consistency and stuff. Obviously, 100%. he's not. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there too. I wasn't downplaying you. You, I would agree with you. It's just he's almost like in his own category too because yeah. of the whole YouTube stuff as well, right? Exactly, and specifically. And then I think the restart your OSRS journey, would you still go for 200 mil all? Um, I would have to say, like, I've done, I think my account has, like, over 700 efficient hours bossed. Let me quickly look. I, I definitely have done a lot of bossing because, yeah, 719 efficient hours bossed. So, like... My, all of my hours bossed are like pre 2017 so i don't know it definitely wasn't quote-unquote efficient because i was like killing dks with like bandos boots and arm a crossbow in a duo trio back in the day so i do have a lot of hours in bossing and obviously a lot of hours in skilling and the most fun that i've had on this game has been when I've been skilling. So I think I, I still would do what I do. Um, I think I would just potentially go about it in a different manner. Like my account would look a lot different now. I think like I would have saved Slayer all the way to the end, used and abused Volcanic Mine a lot more as my zero time. Like now, whenever I go to my girlfriend's, I do volcanic mine on the laptop while we're like watching netflix and stuff like that um whereas if i did that earlier on i'd be already 200 mil mining and working on a different skill yeah um so like the way i would go about it would be different but i still think i'd still be doing 200 mils what are your thoughts on collection log i know you're gonna be more casual and pet hunting and pvm do you have any because i know jace you know jace is one of the few that you know got 200 mil all and now he is going for like post skilling goals and like pretty extreme goals as well like do you do you have any desire to kind of compete in that area of pets and collection log at all um, uh, I wouldn't say I, I do have some interest. Yeah, for sure. Like there's some bosses that really interest me. I, I used to do like Zolra as an alt. I have like over 15,000 KC. So I don't have a mutagen on the main, but I have everything else like without mutagen. So like I'd go back there, get mutagens. So like that would be a collection, like, like all pets collection. I have, you know, 1200 totems for scatizo that sounds like a lot of clues that i can do (laughs) oh that sounds so nice give me those go do 200 mil slayer uh but yeah so like definitely some interest i won't say like i have a goal of 
completing the entire collection log, but there are some things that definitely pique my interest. Like I've done, I don't know, close to a hundred masters already on my main account. So I do have interest in other things in the game. A hundred percent. Would you play in a competitive manner or would it just be for your own achievement after 200 mil all like, would you do those would, things in a competitive kind of form? I think right now I would say I would do them casually and just com- collect as many things as I can collect. Uh, but I'm I'm very self motivated. Like this entire account, when I do talk to uh, like maybe up and comers or people that want like advice, I try to push them to just be self motivated. Don't try to push yourself through someone else like i i take the life advice of like don't find happiness in others be happy with yourself first and then be happy with others because the only person's actions that you can control is your own and your attitude towards things so if you're very self-motivated then that will last you hopefully forever you still stay self-motivated the entire time whereas when i find myself competing against others potentially a little bit of a letdown if they just flat out burn or things like that but i guess to each their own so i i think i would say i would be self-motivated but in the back of my mind it's always something that would be said i guess like com- comparisons of like oh you're going for this so is jace and then you kind of get that yeah I'm a, I'm a competitive person in general like i've played sports yeah my whole life so like if you go for two mill all you're naturally competitive yeah it would be a it would be a just a straight up lie if i was to say like i don't compare myself to others but i try to limit that as much as possible because i find it there's just so many things like you can't compare yourself to everyone the same because everyone's different. Like me comparing myself to someone who doesn't have any obligations or someone who has a lot more obligations, like a, who has kids and a family. Like yeah. It's just the comparison is very hard. So I tried to not compare myself, but I think it's just human nature that eventually I'll, uh, I'll go down that path of grinding it's like in my nature to do so so would okay so this is kind of i guess uh sort of like a pointless question but like did when you first started were you in like when you first started going for 200 mils um do you kind of regret going for cooking or smithing do you wish you had gone for more of a respectable one and gotten like a, a super high rank like what what were like the ranks you could have gotten you know, like a permanent rank of a skill. Like, was it, do you regret going for kind of easy ones and not getting a? Because rank rank seven smithing is obviously very high, but like, was that mm-hmm. the one you would have chosen? Um, it's hard to say because looking back on it, it's like, yeah, you'd love to be that guy who's just, you know, top five in mining or. something like that super like rc or something like that mind you rc was completely different back then like those guys are doing nature runes like (laughs) no thanks so like 
there's always this like not devil on devil and angel on your shoulder but these like these two contradictory ideas of do i go for this really respectable slow skill early on or do i wait because like Cause it'll to get me faster. yeah like to me i was getting 250k an hour runecrafting like i'm literally 10 times as fast i did 200 mil rc than someone who would have done double nats right so it's like to me i don't regret it it's it's something that has opened the door like doing 200 mil cooking and being able to do that kind of gets your confidence going a little bit as well where it's like okay i was able to actually get a 200 mil whereas if you were to go for something that's you know thousands of hours right off the bat could be a little more of like a demotivating big mountain to climb and i may have just burnt out right away so i think it's when people ask me what should i do i always tell them to go for base 20 mil and then from there see what skill you enjoyed the most and work your way up i personally try not to go for 200 mil i try to go like go for 50 mil hunter if you're enjoying it go for 100 mil hunter I usually advise people to go for like the like 200 to 300 K an hour skills off the start. So it gives you a little bit of, you know, you know, it's not so super fast, but it's not super slow. Kind of dip your feet in the water, gives you a taste of what the grind would be like. What was your least favorite meta change and what was your most favorite meta change? I'm I, I have it on my own as well after you. See, this one is almost the same answer, to be honest. But it, and it came to my mind because it recently happened. Um, Sepulcher would be huge meta change. Yeah, it's it's almost my. I don't want to say least. I don't like that. Uh, because there's so many meta changes over the years that um, I'd have to go through all of them and be like, hmm, what specifically? But to me, agility getting nuked like by 30% increase in one update went from 70k an hour to 100k an hour. Um, that's crazy in one single update, right? The, the game, I think, already was meta for like i don't know how long it's been in the game five years i want to say at least so going from you know 62.3 can hour then brim turned dhp to 70 can hour then sepulcher just takes it from you know 60 to 70 can hour to you know 95 to 100 that just i get it that it's you know it's a very active Game, uh, I was going to call it a mini game, but skilling method. I haven't done it personally, so I can't speak on, you know, how how much attention you need to pay. Yeah. But I've seen calculations. People are saying you make six bill off rings. Yep. I don't know current prices, but I'll. I guess I'll give my thoughts on Sepulchre. I've only done, you know, maybe fifty laps or something, um, just because it's not in my immediate plans 
But um, it is super, super fun. I'll give it that. It takes a lot of skill to like get good at it initially. It's very demotivating at first. Um, and it's just kind of daunting at first, honestly. The thing is about Sepulchre is they literally said before it was released it would be 80k an hour. Like, and now it's, you know, it can get like 95k. Like, pretty, if you're like good, if you're really, if you put in a lot of hours into it, you can get 95k hours. And like, so there's one of the issues. The other issue is how much fucking loot you get. And I'm thinking of for like an Iron Man perspective. And although you know it's fun and that should really be like the place you go train agility because i think it's really fun it should have either been like significantly lower xp rates with the loot or no absolutely no loot and you can get like you know 95k an hour that would have been fine but the fact that you get both in extreme like literally six bill that's pretty insane to get paid that much and to have like fun doing agility and to cut the time like big time by like 30 percent that's just kind of silly like people were saying it's justified you you have to pay so much attention and you can't money make during it it's like you're getting five bill in rings and it's just not true with like current meta money making you go to rs3 click one minute every or sorry once every five minutes on a spiritual warrior alt on rs3 swap it over uh i've seen people run like multiple spiritual warrior accounts on rs3 while doing sepulcher for ehp so on top of the rings you're still money making as well so yeah i think yeah i would have been it would have been easier for me uh to take the l on you know 200 well i'm not 200 mil yet i'm 196 agility but I'd gladly say, all right, I'd wasted some time doing Artie and have Sepulchre be like 80, 85 max in my opinion. Yeah. I, I just don't like one single update going crazy. Like yeah. Slayer EHP2, when like Catacombs came in, it went from like 45k, 50k an hour to like 90k an hour. It's like I know it doesn't. I know this Huge. one doesn't affect you, but like the chaos altar for Iron Man literally cut time in half for prayer. One update. Yeah, it's and it's it's really yeah. like yeah, it's just it's just not fun when you see an update yeah, like it's that. So like, bad. Like, it's murders been, it. It's so bad, and like that's the same thing because I obviously I'm an Iron Man, so I I think of like Zaya. Zaya was such a huge thing. Like literally, there was an ultimate Iron Man. Um, uh, what's their name? Ant or who's the person that got 200 mil RC first on a UIM? It's like Andrea or so, I don't. Starts with an A anyway. But uh, like that would have never been possible for an ultimate Iron Man to get 200 mil RC, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, just AFK here for a th- thousands of hours, just literally AFK and watch Netflix, watch a few like series, you know, <laughs> like that's how easy it became. And Andra, huh? Huh? Oh. Andra, there it is, right? Andra, yeah, yeah, there it is. And uh, also, Winter Todd, like yeah, Winter I, Todd was just bad. I was doing 200 mil fire making at that time, 
and I was like, oh, I'm going to get, you know, top 50, just all these, AA, like, people that burnt or weren't playing, uh, came back, AFK winner, Todd, just so many people that wouldn't have gotten 200 mil fire making yep. potentially now can just chill. It's And you get rewarded for it. It's th- that's, that's the bad thing is when they come out these new, like, meta, obviously that's not meta, for Iron Man meta though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially the hopping method if you do that. But um like literally it's why does there need to be rewards as well, like on top of it all, you know? Like the reward should decrease the XP, and that's what I thought about Sepulchre. When you my idea, and I released it on the fir- the first week Sepulchre was out, I made a ramble about it saying like if you loot that final chest, you should be docked XP. Like your final XP drop should be cut by like 25%. Just the fact that you are getting a reward now cuz that's what they were saying and that's what Husky was saying before it was released. You either choose to loot or like and lose XP or you like don't loot at all and you get a, a like a bunch more XP but you don't get any loot and like it completely defeated the purpose cuz the only chest that's really worth it is the final one and it literally loses you like 10 seconds. Like that's it. Yeah, yeah the, silly. it's it's just typical though and like i mean zaya runecrafting was pulled and i'm pretty sure it said it's a high click intensive method in the question so it's like they don't not to say they don't know what they're doing but it's like 80k an hour 85k an hour max it's like once that gets in the hands of skillers it's that's not going to be the case yeah and like here's the thing that kind of bothers me this is like it's like tough to say whether they should do this or not but when they set an xp rate and they're so firm on it like they're panicking to like ever make it go any higher than that it makes the skill dull and that's what we saw with winter todd they were so obsessed with keeping it at like a certain xp same with zaya runecrafting it's like these arbitrary like time stalls where like you physically can't do any other action you just have to wait for like the dense essence to mine or you have to wait for the fletching to wait three ticks before it finally like starts the action like those little annoyances that keep the skill balanced i hate that like i understand they're trying to that that's like the only way they can prevent higher xp rates but if that's the way you're gonna do it just just make it a higher XP. Just make it lower and make it like make the uh, potential XP rate go higher. Because like I don't know. Whenever they say an XP rate, it's usually like twenty five percent higher than what they like pull anyway. That's the same with volcanic. Wasn't volcanic mine pulled at like eighty k, eighty five k? Yeah, something like that. Which, in all honesty, is not too far off if you're in a group setting. Um, yeah, I've it's actually just yeah. You shouldn't be able to like, like VM. I don't know, eighty-five k an hour for VM. I think it should be a, just a little bit lower than that. But the fact that you can also like drop things, I don't know if potentially that would be something where they don't allow dropping in the mine because when I'm doing a two plus two boost, which for those that don't don't know, it's like my main account with an alt and then someone else's main account with their alt. There's five positions for the boulder during a volcanic mine. When it gets to the fifth position, 
Um, both of our alts would drop the dragon pickaxe and mine it with a bronze pickaxe, which allows our main account to have a better chance at receiving rune fragments or any sort of fragment in general, which equates to more points, which equates to more XP. Like you can get like 105k an hour doing that method. So, but that's the thing. Like honestly, at that point with the that because that takes effort to do like it's for, not just for sure so i i actually over time i've kind of just accepted like you know what vm is pretty balanced like you can't ever get over three tick four g rates like that's balanced and like the people that get a hundred over 100k an hour are actually putting in a decent amount of like <laughs> like effort you know <laughs> like it's it might not be click intensive like apm wise but at least they have to kind of focus you do have to yeah you do have to be aware uh, slightly <laughs> yeah that, so that's the thing like if this method like i'm i'm doing it right now like I, i'm on two accounts and so like the timer right now is at 6:40 and i'm just chilling right here doing absolutely nothing like i i'm playing other alts as well to keep my like attention yeah so the the boulder just broke i'm moving over to the next spot we're at 6 30 on the clock now i am clicking i clicked for about five seconds i'm mining the rock at like 6 23 and i'm no longer moving whatsoever for the next minute and that's like that's how vm is it's you click for about five to 15 seconds and then you chill and literally do nothing at all for 45 seconds to like a minute. So that that's where I have like a little bit of a problem because there, there's just so much downtime here. You yeah. do have to do stuff and pay attention, but to be able to get 0.8, 0 0.85 EHP in a skill like mining, it's... I, it just it sucks i guess but i, I mean i'm here i'm doing it yeah. i'm gonna do it <laughs> but um yeah I mean, that's not any you know meta shifts meta shifts sepulcher stuff like that where i just don't even think that it should be that high to begin with i have no problem with it being in the game it's just that's some crazy xp that has been brought in literally cutting the skill down by a third so what was your favorite meta change? I don't know if we already... Now, this is interesting because they it, it involves Sepulchre. <laughs> because um, I'm a big... So uh, I'm a big fan of two-tick methods. So with uh, Crystal Harpoon and Sepulchre, the meta has changed now for EHP to be two-tick fishing because Sepulchre is so high for agility, it's no longer like efficient to do barb. And then it's no longer efficient to do swimming for your agility and thieving. So now Pyramid Plunder is EHP. So I really enjoyed Plunder for my 200 mil thieving, and I really enjoyed two-ticking teaks for 200 mil woodcutting, and I have enjoyed two-tick fishing. So the fact that EHP has now shifted from like barb and swimming to two tick fishing plunder and sepulcher i'm actually a really big fan of that specifically 
Um, so like in terms of recent meta changes, that would be one of them. And I'm glad that um, EHP was changed for runners because for a long time it was not accurate on Temple. It was like two plus one, which no one was doing for 160k an hour shifted back to four runners and i actually i like where runecrafting is at to be honest so i would say like yeah rc and i guess the trio of fishing agility and thieving would be my like favorite meta shifts as of late I'm curious what's going to happen with the Arceus spellbook. Um, they're coming out with that thieving spell where you can block being stunned by an additional 15%, making it 40% with dodgy necklaces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know BC Guppy was saying like thieving vires is going to be pretty close to Pyramid Plunder with basically just clicking just the same spot and eating occasionally and using the spell. Um kind of i don't know like i know you just said like you like pyramid plunder and stuff um i don't think this spell will actually make it better than pyramid plunder because i'm just thinking i think vires are the thing that are going to become the closest because of this new update has has anyone looked into heroes um pickpocketing um, heroes uh i think vires are just better actually because um, initially, Vyres came out with like basically the same success rate as Elves, and I'm pretty sure Heroes kind of have the same success rate, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've just been hearing, as soon as they saw that terrible drawing that was done, <laughs> and it showed Shadow Veil with, you know, 25% increase stacks with Dodgy Necklace yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The people were like. 315k an hour at um, Gem Knights. This is going to be like meta. And then people have been saying also to me that it's not going to be that good anyways because there's a cooldown timer on it for a minute, I think. So there's a cooldown timer, but you can keep using it as far as I know. You can like, because the spell lasts for a minute and then. And there's a cooldown timer for that minute not like the spell lasts for a minute then there's a cooldown timer after yeah i'm, the spell pre- I'm pretty sure there isn't even a cooldown timer for it i could like double check but i'm mm. pretty sure it's just it lasts for as long as it does and as soon as it wears out you can just reuse it again right and then people were saying also too like the gem knight success rate is already so high that this it percentage won't. of increase won't yeah. really That's make a difference exactly because um yeah. i don't know exactly how much xp you get per pickpocket there but you get like 300 at Vyres, which is pretty significant. But it's like a 60% rate as of right now. Um, and then with Dodgy Necklaces and that spell, it's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to get up to like two, 260k or two like... I'm like just pulling a number out of my ass. So don't quote yeah, me yeah. on this. But I think it's like 260k an hour, which mm-hmm. is like real... And it's money making. Like you're getting blood shards, which are worth a lot. And you get two per whenever you get that pickpocket so yeah the i would i would not like to see that become like meta because i don't know i'm I'm a fan of at least interacting with the game i wouldn't want to be getting one-to-one ehp spam clicking like arty knights i think at one point were 
almost EHP. Yeah. So a lot of people were just spamming RD Knights back in the day before the coin pouch and stuff. Yeah. And that's just like stupid. Not fun. Yeah, just spam clicking is I don't think how you should uh not want to because you can obviously do whatever you want, but it doesn't seem really fun to me to be honest. Yeah. They uh, I, something that kind of bothers me about just pickpocketing in general is there are like arbitrary exceptions of like what can be left click pickpocketed and what can't. Like mm-hmm. already nights you can just left click them. Obviously there's coin pouches, but like everything has coin pouches now. But like vires, you have to right click unless you set it up perfectly. You can get that like one click, whatever it's called in the settings, where you can just make your mouse one click. But it's like, mm-hmm. dude, the the obnoxiousness of just making it so you have to right click this is just so stupid. Like just just make it left click. You still have to pay some attention because it hits you fives and you have to eat, you have to bring brews, you have to equip your dodgy necklaces and stuff. It's not as easy as already nice, but like just make it left click. The whole right click bullshit is just tedious for like no reason. I don't know what your thoughts on that are, but there'll be a menu entry swap for it. I'm sure. I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> Hopefully one day I know they changed it with, cause like ham members used to have that for a time back when they like made all those changes with like third party clients and like, rune light but that was just so stupid like why like it's a fucking ham member just not changing any goddamn metas just let us left click them yeah same thing with elves they just just quit making us right click like god damn it just get rid of the talk option but yeah there's some things that they they're okay with making completely brain dead and then others where it's like why not just follow suit you've already done all this why why this like i actually sort of hate the fact that pickpocketing is any sort of meta it's not like meta but it's like efficient for iron men to get like crystal shards from thieving which is really dumb i don't feel like thieving should ever have been this powerful where it's like these are now like the ways to get crystal shards these are the ways to get blood shards if you want them like they should really have a more interactive way that's like different than fucking spam clicking a guy over and over. But whatever. Because I have to thieve like 50,000 crystal shards for the uh, Dragonstone armor eventually. So I have to get a bunch of those. And like the way to do it is to thieve, which is just obnoxious. Yeah, thieving's kind of held back by its. The skill in general is you're stealing from someone or something, so <laughs> yeah. it's just like spamming a chest, spamming an urn, spamming a NPC or something like that. Not very interactive, yeah. typically. All right, somebody. Um, well, somebody just quickly asked, like, uh, well, they already answered this. What was your favorite skill, Slayer? But what is your PB mining hour? Um, let me, I can, I have picture proof because I don't know. A lot of people, <laughs> for a lot of people hold mining in this very, uh, like put it on a pedestal and your hours mean a lot to some people. So I took a picture of this and sent it to someone out of, uh, just to give it to them a little bit, you know, like, haha, beat you by one K. Um, I mean, look it, it was uh it was 134 something 
PB mining. Here we go. I can send it to you so you can yeah. con confirm. Um, there it is on Discord. 134.1 for an hour. Um, it's it's actually crazy how much RNG I I didn't like I've never been one to do granite long term. I've done once I figured out how chill VM was, I started doing it as my zero time at my girlfriend's. Like I was explaining, I just did it pretty later on in my account. Um, so I got to like 50 mil mining all through just being at my girlfriend's and VMing. So when I started learning granite, I was like, geez, this is uh, definitely something that I haven't done in a long time in terms of the actions per minute um and i was finding myself like there's a there's a plugin the mining plugin itself when it says like mining not mining and it shows you the ores per hour that you're getting um i had that on for whatever reason i don't know if it was maybe on some like job accounts i had it on so i know when i'm mining and not mining um and i was tracking the ores per hour that i was getting during granite and i was getting like you know 1550 or like 1600 and i'd get like 124 125k an hour and then i'd go and get you know 128 129k an hour and then i look back at my ores per hour and it was five more ores in that hour i was able to get but i got you know, over 5k an hour more yeah. because I was just the RNG of, you know, that uh, plate body kicking in and yep. getting you more, you know, that bonus. So it's like the, it's, it's crazy just to see how the fluctuation of like, oh, you could be doing good hours and just kind of be getting a little screwed over on RNG, or you could be doing not your best and still be getting one-to-one -one because of the RNG of the skill. Yeah, that's, I mean, it kind of reminds me of Nightmare PBs because, like, mining, like, doing 3-tick 4G, once you're good at it, once you're, like, fluent in just doing it well, uh, it really just comes down to RNG. Just don't miss ticks and then just pray that you get good RNG because uh, I think of Nightmare, like, people going, people getting, like, Nightmare PBs or whatever. It doesn't have like anything to do with you, really. As long as you just do your kill to the best of, like you can, it's just all dependent on your scythe and your harmonized orb. It's like <laughs> it doesn't matter like what you do. Like you can literally lose. You can do the exact same kill at nightmare and lose two minutes just based off RNG, like your hits. Like just lose or gain two minutes, and that's exactly what the mining. Because isn't the average, um mining hour you're supposed to get if all your xps average out is like 132k or like almost 133k i i know ehp is 123 for mining and i think that needs to be upped a little bit yeah can... i'm definitely i'm definitely no uh this this is still probably like i'm not very good at granite i keep maybe like 125 to like 128k an hour while I was streaming. Like I've done it because a lot of people ask then, what's your XP per hour? What's your XP per hour? I typically don't 
track my XP per hour when I'm just doing gaming like, yeah. sessions because I start looking at it and you know what I mean? It just throws you off a little bit. You keep focusing on it and then you're thinking about it. Um, so the only time I really track it is when I am streaming so that people can see for themselves and just stop asking. Um, and yeah, when I've done that, it's been around like 125, 126. Yeah, it's all like basically it all comes down to just dropping the rocks within that first tick and then clicking back on the rock. Because if you don't drop the rocks in time, then you lose that second roll. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think the average, at least what I saw was like 132 or 133K. So like anybody that gets above that, it's like genuinely just you had a good RNG. And like the people that I think somebody got a six hour where. Uh, I can't even remember who it was, but whoever has the record for the six hour that basically they got like, it's like a 90% or it's like, it's like a, it's like a 90% chance that you won't get that. Even if you like never miss ticks basically. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't looked into it, but I've heard that as well, where it's like, you can't even do this, even if you were, you know, tick perfect yourself. Yeah, like you'd have uh, to do it like 10 times, tick perfectly yeah. just to like average and get that rate, you know? The mining like stuff is so competitive, like the day records and stuff. It's just like 30 hours of like 130K an hour for 30 hours straight and stuff like that. It's crazy to see the guys that go for those records and the mining skills. I think not going to be one of those guys. I think the more impressive thing is like sepulcher hours are very impressive or like just sepulcher like, you know, records or whatever. And 1.5 tick teaks. I think ba- I know I know Bailey has that 6-hour record. Absolutely yep. fucking crazy because not only is it like really really precise clicks for 6 hours straight, but it's like you got to focus on what tree to go to next and losing as few ticks as possible. Um, I'm kind of, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of wanting to try my own hour of that now that I have, cause I just the other day I got these new monitors that are 144 Hertz and I've always played on a 75 Hertz monitor and like just your mouse accuracy is so much worse with a lower refresh rate. And so I remember doing an hour where I got like 205 K or something and just so many mistakes that like it's just it, it comes down to mouse accuracy and stuff but the cool thing with 1.5 tick teaks is like there is an efficient way like when a when a tree gets knocked down you have to know exactly in that moment like which tree to go to next like are you gonna go to the far like left one or are you gonna just take your chances and like hope that the next tree doesn't stay. I don't know. It's like, there's so much more to it. Like where three tick 4g is just literally the same thing over and over. Just keep repeating it. 1.5 tick is so much. 1.5 tick takes is the most impressive, like scaling method in my opinion. I'd have to agree. I mean, I've never done it, but it looks, and from what people have said, uh, it's a lot more attention and yeah, just overall clicks interaction and stuff like that. You know, what's, super crazy so i was trying this method i actually want to kind of try it again now that i have these new monitors but um there's a method for iron men where you can use the plank sack you get from mahogany homes and you can plank make while you're chopping the trees 
at Fossil Island. And then as soon as you make the plank, you can deposit them into your bag. And so like the Iron Man way is to like bank the planks, obviously. Um, anyway, there's a way where you can actually be on like the Lunar Spellbook and you can 1.5 tick like mahoganies or teaks or whatever you're going to do. Mahoganies would be a lot easier because you're not getting as many logs in your inventory per hour. But um, there's a way where like you can actually plank. You can do the 1.5 tick action, move on the same tick, and then cast the plank make spell and then click back on the tree all within like a fucking tick. And it's like the most... That is the most insane skilling method. And it would never be like really viable because it's just so fucking hard. But if you can pull it off, it was it is like the meta for Iron Man construction. If you like disclude or exclude um excuse me, uh like Throne of Miscellanea, like getting a bunch of planks like for free there. If you were to just see construction as this only, mm-hmm. there's a way you could pull it off, but it's like I would I would want to see Bailey try it because I know Bailey's the king of teaks there. I want to see if he could do the lunar spell. Not like he needs to, but if he plays an Iron Man after two hundred mil all, I'd love to see that. But yeah, that's definitely the most impressive skill method in my opinion. All right. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, that sounds crazy. It sounds like a cool clip, to be honest, rather than maybe a long-term thing. Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, not something you can maintain. <laughs> like, I mean, but then again, 1.5 tick teaks just alone is not something that most people can see them maintaining for long periods of time. Sure. But Bailey can. Yeah, the, so. the argument of uh, Redwood zero time, like a lot of people stopped touching woodcutting in general when redwoods came out because they just do their uh zero time through redwoods yeah i don't i don't know i think woodcutting is such a cool skill and it just kind of sucks that people just use it as their like no skill base like it's just their zero time just passively will get done but um see well i'll ask a few topics um if you have any as well you can ask them but i have a few things so one is who is you who is the um how do i say this what player what player in osrs like history do you look up to most i should say don't make me answer this you have to (laughs) I've already answered this, and he gets a kick out of it every single time. And um, I would look up to those that juggle work and social life. So my answer to this was, like, I, I don't really look up, but I would say that in terms of competition or someone that I could strive i guess yeah i guess that would be looking up to strive to become like would be like randy's account so randy because delicious randalicious yes uh past him by the way uh but <laughs> the that's yeah, fucked, the, man <laughs> that sort of like he was ranked two in the guinness world records gaming edition um uh, works girlfriend for 
I think they're on like 10 years now um, and has been able to maintain top page for over five years. So definitely something that I can relate to and try to strive towards uh, since those are kind of my, I'm in the same boat as him. I like Randy. I like both of you guys because you guys are definitely not the typical you know, 200 mil, all people that you think like degenerate kind of <laughs> like lifestyle and decision-making. You guys are definitely a lot more uh, down to earth. Um, and yeah, that's kind of cool. I have a lot of respect for Randalicious uh, just because, I don't know, like I've already mentioned this on a bunch of different Sabercasts, but he was the first osrs streamer i ever watched and like i just remember being like damn that guy has so much xp and that was back when like the game was revolved around just how much xp you have like that was wasn't about how much theater of blood you'd done or whatever the fuck yeah it was like that was that was what made a cool account and uh yeah just like listening to hex's podcast back in like 2015 and shit good times that was that's peak man those those streams so were good the best i still like i've I've been going down memory lane recently now that like we're kind of looking like closing in on the end this year and going back and watching old podcasts that, you know, like Solus podcasts, Omnia podcasts, Hexus ones, stuff like that, that are ramble videos that bring back those older memories from like five years ago. They were, it was, it was fun time. I mean, not not to say that it's not fun now. Like, arguably, I'm having more fun than ever, uh, especially, like, Hexus itself. Been a gen in there for, like, a year now. And definitely having a lot more fun overall than I was back then. But good memories back then. So, is this the first time that you've hit top page or have you been on top page before and got knocked down? I was on top page in 2017. Um, and then, yeah, that little dip there, not little dip, that big dip <laughs> after uh, university finish. I got, I was on for like a few months. Actually, I don't know if it was a few months in terms of XP. I know in terms of EHP it was, but like I was, top 15 i think i peaked at rank 15 and then was off top page but i don't know my ehp rank if it was top ehp rank for too long so here's kind of a weird question but um somebody asks and i know we've already kind of covered it and we don't need to get into it too much but basically how do you have the time to go for 200 mil all like and I'm not asking this because I understand, okay, old school's been out for eight years. And when you start at the very beginning, you know, time is going to fuck, like, it's eventually going to catch up to the point where, like, you don't have to play an insane amount, 18 hours a day to be able to get 200 mil all. You just have to be consistent and have that as your goal, basically. But yeah, what would you respond to that? The The initial thing is, like, I almost go back to the days where I'd play COD. If you ever played COD, um, yeah. I'd be like 10, 10 prestige, 70. And people would look and be like, dude, 
you're a nerd. Go outside. I'm like, the game's been out for like two years, dude. Like, <laughs> if you're not 10th Prestige by now, like, you know, stop camping in the corner with some bouncing Bettys or Claymores and move around. Go get some levels. But I know it's I know it's completely different because like, 200 mil all is is crazy amount of hours. Even to do it within eight years, I'm pretty sure you you have to play at least like five hours per day or something like that yeah efficiently exact numbers every day um but it's it's all about and and my so i've always i've had a part-time job since i was 14 um so like you know 12 years i've been working um Always, obviously, I've been in school. I haven't stopped going to school. Like, I didn't drop out in high school. I went to elementary school, high school, university for four years. Um, throughout that time, was able to maintain the part-time job and full-time university. And I think it's not really like I have this free time. Like, I don't just have you know, 12 hours every single day to just juggle um runescape only but it's it's been maintaining and finding the time to like multitask i guess and not really play runescape more so just like afking it in the background while still completing things like i've been in a good position where i'm able to afk at work i mean i don't uh do it sometimes like depending on what's going on at work obviously i'm not just on my computer the whole time playing rooney but i'm able to juggle some sort of xp and then i mean in my opinion hold on my pc just lagged can you still hear me yep okay in my opinion like university unless you're doing like you know hands-on type of learning typically at least here in canada you sit in a big lecture hall you listen to some person speak for three hours so like i already have my laptop open i'm i'm able to just do something on the side while taking down notes and retaining information that they're saying so it's just been consistently doing that is what adds up over time like i've told people in general like you're saying you don't have time to play runescape how about instead of sleeping nine hours you sleep eight hours or instead of sleeping eight hours you sleep seven hours and then you play runescape for one hour or watch or watch netflix for four hours straight yeah like watch netflix (laughs) on the side while you're afking something like if you increase your ehp output like you play efficiently for one hour more per day that's you know 365 efficient hours more that you're playing which adds up over a long period of time you play the game for five years that's you know 1500 hours plus that you've now combined so the small zero time quote unquote and when you say zero time it's like things that you're doing away from the pc um, that's what's going to like add up over time and make something bigger. 
So you are close to, um, you know, the end of top page filling up. What's going to happen after top page fills up? Is skilling going to, is competitive skilling going to kind of fall by the wayside, do you think? Or do you think there will still be, I mean, obviously there's still Ironman high scores and stuff like that, but for main skilling, what do you think is going to happen? Like what's the uh, mood going to be set as after top page fills out? I think there's going to be a couple people not a couple, that's two people. There's going to be a handful of individuals who are in that fight, I think, for like, you know, 24 to 28 or something like that, where it's almost at that point, yeah, you might as well just finish, right? You're you're there. Um, I would like to say that people would still be competitive for top 50. I don't know if it would be to the same extent as to what it is right now like if you go and look at top ehp leaderboards right now there's like majority well there's like half people doing like 80 to 100 efficient hours played per week and then you got the others that are doing about like 40 or so so like they're still actively playing i definitely don't look down on 40 efficient hours that's like a full-time job that you're still playing runescape efficiently for but um, I'm, I'm not scared. Uh, uh, gee, how do I word this? The, it doesn't look too good in the sense of, you know, like Solus, their generals right now are, are all on pace to finish 200 mil all this year. Um, Omnia, all their generals seems to be on pace for 200 mil all this year. And then like Randy and I are on pace to finish this year for Hexus. Like we have Krisha, who's a gen that's six, seven K app. So still a decent amount of time, but a lot of the long-term leaders of these clans will be finishing up. So I'm hoping that there's people out there. And I, I know there definitely is that are motivated to still go for their personal goals of 200 mil all. It's just like, you need to, I guess, take, this is the year you need to take leadership to, to be that person or group of people that will I guess, be the change or be the difference or lead the group of skillers that are worried. Like I've had people say this, yeah, like, you know, I'm after front pages filled up, you know, what's the motivation to go for 200 mil all or. There's not going to be too many motivated skillers left. I mean, they're definitely going to be. It's just you guys need to stick together. And I'm sure not everyone's just going to leave. Like you got guys like Harmony, Hey Jace that are still around. I think Karma is 200 mil all going for 200 mil all on RS3. It's just they're not as active, obviously, on old school. So the old the old heads that finish 200 mil all have to kind of stick around a little bit and do their due diligence to pass it on to the the younger guys. I, I think I think it's going to slow down. There's going to be maybe like a a shift of maybe a little bit of demotivation and then people will kind of get back to to gaming. I, they'll, they'll be like a a lull in time, a stop, yeah. and then kind of realize that it's not that 
big of a deal that front page is taken. Um, I feel like they're going to have to start coming out with like more. Um, I don't know. I guess I kind of see like, hey, Jace, like he's completed 200 mil, but there's still more to do. Like, it's almost like you kind of have to have that. Like, we'll see because obviously there's so few people that like have completed 200 mil. All. We'll see in the future in the next couple of years. Like, will there be more competition after that to like, you know, be the first person to get all pets and 200 mil all and then be the first to fill out the collection log or whatever? Because I know the collection log is a big thing for mains now it's kind of almost made mains in a way sort of like an iron man you have to now now you have a way to show off what you've actually gotten by yourself yeah and uh i don't know i kind of see it like there's always competition and obviously there's other game modes and there's new game modes probably coming out group iron man and stuff but uh yeah i kind of i just wonder with the main skilling you know what's going to happen after those you know the first top page fills up and then like the second page and stuff like at what point will people just i mean who knows also there might be a new skill coming out so i wonder what that would reignite i know a lot of people would hate it i don't know what you what are your thoughts of a new skill came out after you get 200 mil uh oh uh i I don't want a new skill obviously i would i would see i I could see if a new skill does come out which i personally don't think right now in the game that we have that it makes sense to have a new skill i don't see it fitting unless there's some sort of update where it it makes sense now with whatever comes into the game that also another skill comes in with it then sure but now i don't think we we really need one if it does um come out there is a reason why i have been money making when i don't need to money make anymore so if it is a buyable, I will have a little leg up and potentially just be able to smash that out really quickly rather than having to struggle and money make or whatever when that time comes. I'm already planned. How motivated would you be if, like, you, let's just say, you know, let's just say a year from now, like next February, somehow they push out a new skill and it's coming out like, will you like try to be rank one overall like would you really push or would you just try to just maintain top page and just or not care to get 200 mil and like yeah it would have to be you know it's very situational i guess at that time like i'm not the type of person that will you know take off work or not you know spend time with family and stuff like that um so it would just yeah it'd be very situational if the you know if it came about and it made sense that I could actually just nerd out and go for it then I think I would but realistically I don't think with my plans for actual IRL that it would make sense to go for like a rank 1 push yeah. it would probably make sense to like finish out and stay on top page depending on how many people are around at that time. It's interesting. I wonder what it would be. It would probably be a really fast skill was my guess, like 300k an hour. It's not like it would take that long, but yeah. The, the interesting thing to touch base or touch back on the 
motivation like once top page fills up my hope also is that with the new clan system coming in potentially that could bring in some more sort of motivation for ranks uh, because with like right now i don't know how it is if it's top 30 in other clans or top 25 but like in hex is top 25 for a silver star a captain rank so like i mean once once the top page fills out obviously you literally can't get captain rank right so things will be shifting as well like when top page fills up you'll start seeing rank ranks for clans uh changing as well like maybe top 50 for silver star um and then with the new clan system in general True. there's gonna be a whole bunch of different ranks as well that could potentially motivate people to keep going and keep grinding for certain things do you think you'll make an Iron Man at all? Or do you think you'll just keep everything on your main account? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Iron Man, honestly? Just like uh, I hate all you Iron Man. No. <laughs> uh, I like I make a joke, like when people ask me, Are you gonna make an Iron Man? I'm like, I'd actually rather, you know, get a face tattoo. I'd rather, <laughs> you know, like live in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Like I have no inclination. You know, it'd be funny. This comes out, and then like three years later, you see me streaming as like top Iron Man. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. But right now, yeah, I have. I'm all in on this one account. Like when yeah. I finish this, I plan to, you know, just make this account as beefy as possible, rather than spreading it out across multiple accounts. I'd rather just have an absolute. I respect Mammoth that. Mammoth of a one account. That's like me. Like I could. There's no way I would make another account just to make it like subpar to this. Like I might as well keep every single thing on this account. Like yeah. I, people have asked like, oh, like why don't you make a new hardcore? Are you gonna do group Iron Man? Are you gonna do league stuff? It's like, dude, if I get any, first of all, I'm obsessed with third age. If I were to get a third age piece on a different account, I'd fucking cry because it's like. I want it all to be on. I don't want to be like, oh, look at this account I have. Look at this account I have. It's like, dude, just put it all in one. Like, so I kind of agree with you there. It's kind of sad because I feel like Iron Man was never a thing that needed to come out in the first place. Um, and it definitely did, uh, you know, kind of separate the community in a way. But like, at the same time, I'm like so. I just hate the GE and I hate like instant kind of like the instant sort of gratification, not gratification is not the right word, but just like getting things done in like a really quick and efficient manner. I kind of, I kind of like the tediousness of iron and honestly, I feel like if they had never come out with the GE, like main would still be really fun. Obviously we're old and like we're all older and we all have lives and stuff and well not all of us but i was gonna say hold yeah. on yeah and like older but like zybez because i didn't play back when zybez was the thing and like i know like there's it was almost like there already is a zybez so why not just introduce something into the game that's similar to it like a grand exchange so i kind of understand why it came out and why people were for it but i don't know it was kind of nice having that sort of community driven trading and stuff like that where you, i don't know like you could literally just make money off of just being the middleman and stuff like i don't know 
It's kind of nice. It's it's, it's a I, cool thought. I'll give you like a little sneak peek of the history. When I I used to merch on Zybez. Every morning I'd set my alarm for 4 a.m. because I had a an individual from China log on every morning. <laughs> and he'd give me 600,000 U logs and 100,000 magic logs every single morning. Damn. And I'd make like 30 mil a day back in like 2015 just off marching U log. Like to me, that that's fun. Like yeah. going to the GE and just like manipulating it that way. Not really a fan of it personally, even though there's not too much of a difference. But having that story of saying like, so and so, I would wake up at this time, and and it's, I don't know. It just it adds more kind of nostalgia to the RuneScape experience rather than like, I just bought these random logs and then flipped them, and that's yeah, that. just boring. Yeah. All right. Fun. Well, um, do you have any other topics uh, that you would like to kind of cover? Um. Or anything that you are dying to just tell people? I, I was I was gonna say this is like, this is gonna be like my dying speech, but if I could give maybe some advice to those that are going or are interested in like post max efficiency and skilling, um, uh, try to take it a little. I don't want to make it like a job. Like, you don't have to take it too seriously, but actually do some sort of evaluation of yourself and see what fits you personally. If you're the type of person that's going to AFK and skill, at least try to maximize that to its highest potential. Like, don't just be... Uh, just don't, don't accept being just an AFK guy. Try to go out and push yourself and do tick manipulation or the more challenging methods because even myself, I've thought, wow, this skill looks tough. And then through advice from people and tricks that other people have found out while doing it, you'll be pleasantly surprised as to what you yourself could actually achieve. So don't don't write yourself off right away and play the game how you truly want to play it. Uh, don't play it to try to get Twitter likes or Reddit upvotes. Just take it for what it is and like just, just do what you want to do. I don't know. That's what I've, over the years of playing this, I've found no matter what other people say at the end of the day, you need to be happy with how you spend your time on the game. And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we play the game for is to have fun. It's not supposed to be a chore. Uh, take care of your mental health. Don't get so dragged into what other people think on RuneScape. Um, yeah. I mean, I could just go on and on, but like, <laughs> Just be uh, yeah, be happy with what you do and do it how you want to be do it, but don't be afraid to push yourself to try those things that you might not be comfortable with right away. 
Yep, I would agree with the... Whenever you try something new, and it goes with, like, life in general, like, if you try something new that looks really hard, like, you're just going to build so much confidence from learning that. It's going to, like, inspire confidence and, like, get you better at other things. Same thing with, like, PVMing and stuff. And I'm kind of excited for you to, you know, get 200 mil all and start PVMing and, like... Because I know you're already a, a good PVMer, but, yeah, when you put as much time into, like, PVM as like skilling and stuff you start getting really fucking good and like you just and things that seemed very tough to do like eventually just get really easy and it's just really fun and so like i agree with that just in general just push yourself like why not push yourself ask don't be afraid to talk like i have no problem with speaking to someone with you know 200 efficient hours on the game and you know, my time isn't some sort of like, not like Elon Musk or something where my time is this super valuable and I don't have time for anyone else. Like I, a lot of the HLC people would love for you to like join the discord, voice chat, talk in streams, get people's advice on things. Um, so yeah, put yourself out there and uh, yeah, game on. All right. Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure, dude. I appreciate your time and uh, just kind of the topics we covered. I hope you guys uh, found some, you know, if you took anything away from this, uh, I hope it was that, like, push yourself, basically, and, like, um, yeah, don't, like, things are not, it's just, it's a game at the end of the day, so do what makes you happy and, like, obviously keep... (laughs) Keep yourself balance. like healthy and stuff and yeah, balance. Balance is when people say like how do you still stay motivated and stuff like that, it's like, well, it's because I do all of these other things that allows me to be excited to log on to the game. I'm not dreading logging in, I'm balancing out other things. So balance is very key. But yeah, thanks for having me on. It was yeah. an absolute pleasure. I enjoy chatting and letting the community know that you know hlc players don't all you know listen to k-pop and watch <laughs> anime and i know dirt nerd mentioned that why do all you mfs listen to k-pop do you have anything to just add quickly to no. that <laughs> yeah we don't but <laughs> not everyone people i think it's originated with like people you know some people liked it and then some people on i you know like ironically put their avatars and then they became it so it's like people started enjoying k-pop that didn't enjoy it and i i've never listened to it but not all of us yeah do. i mean you watch a randy stream that guy talks about more sports than like <laughs> half half my friends with like sports knowledge and stuff so yeah. there's definitely some people out there we're not all dgens so to speak well dan i'm gonna get your twitch so dan's a live streamer if you didn't pick that up um he streams on twitch and i will also get your let's see do you have any other uh links that you want me to put put in just uh i mean yeah dan underscore gleesack on twitch and then i'm on the hexus account on twitter so you can add hexus on twitter all right i'll include both of those then and if you guys are interested in hexus as well uh I'll put that Twitter link. Um, yeah. 
All right. Looks like we're good to go. Uh, keep in mind, guys, next week and the week after, there will not be a Sebe cast because I will be in Miami on the beach and potentially Fat Clouds and I might meet up. We'll do a little IRL stream. Probably won't happen, but there is a slight potential. So Let's yeah. go. Yeah, we'll see. But um, yeah, so there won't be a Sebe cast for a couple weeks. Don't don't worry. It hasn't died or oh shit. Hopefully it doesn't die by then. But um. I'm going to get a special guest on for three weeks from now to get on. So anyway, stay tuned, guys. And thank you for listening. And Dan, again, it was a pleasure. And Thank you. Everyone have a great day. Peace. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.